Welcome to the program Watch Therefore. We're watching for our King, our great Savior, Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. He commanded us to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. We want to be ready when He comes and the signs are all around us. It can't be very far off. could be any moment. When the rapture takes place, the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of an archangel, the trumpet, the shofar of Abba. The dead in Messiah will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with Him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, a great place from which to proclaim King Jesus is coming. Get ready. Now, um, I have a special word from the Word. We're continuing in our study of the book of 2 Timothy. But first, a word of prayer. O Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you. Thank you that we're saved. And for any who are viewing that are not saved, we pray that you would take care of that today. Oh, bless all of our viewers with the teaching and hearing of your holy, powerful word that works effectively in us. Bless our time together today, Father. Thank you uh, for giving us that which pleases you without faith. It's impossible to please you. And through your word, faith comes by hearing. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Why 2 Timothy? It's this powerful gem in the Bible, this letter Paul wrote to Timothy just before being martyred and going to be with the Lord. Now, we're going into chapter 3 today, just a little setup. I did a program on chapter 3 before we started uh, teaching 2 Timothy, not, not that long ago. And, and basically, it begins with this a special generation that would come later in the last days. The last days began in Acts chapter 2. Uh, you, f- you see that very clearly. That's when the last days began. We are in the last of the last days. And Paul speaks of a generation in the last days that, that also coincides with our Messiah Jesus teaching on the days of Noah. Great corruption and wickedness and, um, and violence in the earth, just like it is today, just as all the other signs that Messiah Jesus spoke of in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21 are showing that this is the generation that we live in now of the coming of the Lord. And so Paul makes a distinction between the way people will be in the last of the last days versus authentic discipleship in Messiah Jesus. This first segment, we're going to look at the corruption, the wickedness, the days of Noah generation that we're in now. Here we go. 2 Timothy chapter 3. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. Will come. There's that future generation during the time of the last days. Now, there's an umbrella under which these horrible characteristics of the people in the last of the last days have, there's this umbrella characteristic under which they all stand. Here it is. For men will be lovers of themselves. For men will be lovers of themselves. Now, I'm going to give you a a real good safeguard from being a lover of self and these characteristics that come with it. And then I'm going to read these characteristics. That safeguard is, Do what Messiah Jesus said that a real disciple of his does. This is how he thinks, speaks, and lives. Deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Messiah Jesus. 
That's how you avoid being like the days of Noah people who will be judged. It's better to be like Noah who found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Here we go. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power and from such people turn away. You see, these characteristics are what we watch on the news every night, folks. These characteristics are are what we experience out in society today, right? Well, well, how is this generation, for example, in America, different than it was any other time? You know, I heard a preacher, uh, he was teaching about this generation and the trouble that is coming to America. America is not a prominent uh, nation in Bible prophecy. A lot of other nations are, um, and I've been hearing for 50 years, uh, or, or almost 50 years, I've been hearing personally how America, something has to happen and it won't be a prominent world player in, in, at the end of uh, Bible prophecy. In the times we're in now, as things play out, something has to happen to America, basically, is what I've heard a lot of Bible teachers saying, and, and, I, and I believe that. I agree with that. So um, he was talking, this preacher was, about America back in the 30s during the time of the Depression, for example, compared to today, all right? And what he said was is this. He said, can you imagine the people in America, in the type of generation we have now, can you imagine them standing in line for bread back in like they did in the time of the Depression uh, in the late 20s, early 30s? Can you imagine it? He said, not on your life. He said, they'll kill each other. To get food. They'll, they'll do whatever it takes and hurt whoever is, it's necessary to hurt to get what they want before they would stand in line like they did then. Why is he saying that? Because the generation today is not only regional for America. It's more of a genera- generational thing than a regional thing. Why do I say that? Because I've been to Rwanda. I've been to the Congo. I've been to um, a, a lot of different places in the world with the gospel and, and, and discipleship. And I'm telling you, this is a very Days of Noah-like generation. Yeah? The, the, the violence, the corruption, the widespread corruption. My goodness, the things he just described describes a lot of churches today. And a lot of professing believers in Jesus today. Well, there's always been hypocrites in the church. Yeah, but now... It's mostly made up, in, in, in many cases, of, of hypocrites and people who profess to know Jesus, but by their works they deny him, Paul said in Titus. And he said, this will be a characteristic of that generation. Well, how can you say that? How can you say the church is made up of... I'm just telling you what Paul talks about this generation would be like, and we're living in it. He says, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. Yeah? He's not only talking about false religions here. He's talking about those who would profess Jesus Christ. But their lives say they don't believe in him. Right? And and, and so 
that is not some strange thing. That's biblical. That's what the Bible teaches. And, 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 and we have this kind of disconnect from the Bible. Yeah, we believe uh, what, what Jesus the Lord said about the days of Noah. We, we believe what he said about the birth pings. We believe what he said about Israel being rebirthed as a nation, and that will be the final generation. We believe all that, but somehow have trouble applying it to what's going on all around us. And when someone brings it to our attention, they're the bad guy. Well, that's just part of really following Jesus too, which we'll find out in just a little bit in the program. He says, for uh, of this sort, Second uh, 2 Timothy 2, uh, 3, 6, for of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives with gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. He's talking about, about false prophets, false teachers, in this case, and silly women that follow them. And that these, these men, these false teachers, um, are, are, are studying and teaching even the Bible, but they can't find the truth that will set them free. Why? It's because of what they are. Uh, he says in verse 8, Now as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt Minds disapproved concerning the faith. Janus and Jambres were the two fellows that threw down snakes, that threw down rods that became snakes when Moses threw down his rod in front of Pharaoh in the book of Exodus. That's Janus and Jambres. They were so resisting Moses, the man of God, and they had demonic tricks that they pulled out of their sleeves to try to oppose the work of the Lord delivering the Jewish people in Egypt, right? He said that's who these people are that are disruptive uh, liars and false prophets today, yeah? Now, uh, he says their progress will go no further for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. There's an old saying, it goes like this, it all comes out in the wash. And and, and everything will be made right, but we can beware today of these false leaders. Now listen, we're getting ready uh, to go to break, and when we come back, more from Second Timothy chapter 3. Well, I pray the program is blessing you today, and I'd like to take a little bit of time and share with you some opportunities we have together with the Watch Therefore message and ministries that spring from it. Now, before I do so, my custom is, and, and the reason I do this is because there's so much strange stuff, even on television today. Uh, so I, I want to tell you that if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money to this ministry. It's our prayer that you receive Jesus as Lord today and simply enjoy the program. With this program, uh, as I talk to you about partnership with our ministry and media, I'm not going to guarantee you or promise you any kind of increase. Or uh, like if you give $50, I'm not going to promise you a 50-fold increase. I'm not going to quote a scripture and say, well, because of this, if you do this, the Lord will do that. And, and, and there are many promises in the Bible about giving and laying your treasures up in heaven. And as we trust the Lord with resources, he gives back to us. And there are, there are scriptures about that. But, but the reason I go this way is because there's an abuse of that and, and I don't want to be lumped in with that. I will tell you this, that if you walk with Messiah Jesus in righteousness and you seek after the Lord with your whole heart and you love the Lord and you love people, 
then he will make a way for you and your basic needs, he promises to meet those. Hallelujah. Now, my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. This program airtime is very expensive, yet I trust the Lord to raise up faithful partners who are hearing this message even today. And you hear from the Lord, I want to partner with this. Okay, let's just keep it that simple. So I want to share a few ways you can do that should the Lord put that on your heart. Uh, we have our television airtime for Watch Therefore, the television program. And you can go to our website at watchtherefore.tv and you can find out how to partner with us prayerfully and financially with the television program. Uh, we also uh, have our, uh, our ministry blessing Israeli believers. Uh, we believe the gospels to the Jew first and then to the Gentile, uh, not because the Lord loves one more than the other. It's just his, it's his covenant order. You see that in Romans chapter 1, verse 16. We like to keep it biblical. Our guide is the word of God. And so for that reason, we have blessing Israeli believers. We have partners here in the land of Israel. I live in northern Israel. We get out the gospel. We make disciples. And we partner with other believers here in Israel who do the same. Uh, different kinds of specific ministries like pro-life, Holocaust survivors, and, and much more. And you can, again, you can go to watchtherefore.tv and from there you can go to our Blessing Israeli Believers website that shows you uh, the ministries we have. Now we have many different ministries within all of these and I don't have time to go into today. So if you'll go with these three primary options and go to the websites and take a look, you'll get a lot more information and hear from the Lord and see where He directs you. So we have Blessing Israeli Believers. Uh, we also have Poured Out for the Nations because the gospel and discipleship is also to the nations. Primarily, we do our gospel preaching, uh, pastor's conferences, discipleship through the scriptures, and also our orphan work. And we have a special program called the Send It Ahead program uh, that you find out more details on our watchtherefore.tv and also our pouredoutforthenations.com website. Don't worry if you didn't get that. You can get to that website from watchtherefore.tv. So it's watchtherefore.tv. Blessing Israeli believers, poured out for the nations. These are primary ways that you can partner prayerfully and financially with our ministry. Now, you can go to the website and also sign up. We encourage you to do this. Sign up for our monthly newsletter that will come to you in the form of Blessing Israeli Believers or Poured Out for the Nations. Sign up for those newsletters. So for you prayer people, you'll have prayer points. You can read through that letter. You'll know what to pray for. And uh, also... Uh, you'll have more information on what you're sewing into financially as well. The television program is on, um, on by subscription on DirecTV and Dish Network through CTN right now. So it goes all across North America and on a satellite to 75% of the world. We preach the gospel at the end of the program. Our Watch the Reform message is very compelling to, to keep people walking with the Lord and to see people saved because King Jesus is coming any moment. So we're going back to the program now. We trust the Lord that, that you who he's raising up to partner with us, you'll hear from the Lord about these things and we'll just trust him. And together what we'll do is this. We'll watch therefore and we'll get ready for King Jesus to come. Back to the program. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're continuing in our teaching in 2 Timothy chapter 3. And I remind you that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God it's pleasing the Lord what we're doing right now. We're looking in His Word, we're honoring Him, and we want to grow in our faith. It's very pleasing to the Lord. So, uh, in the first teaching segment of the program, 
we looked at the last of the last days in which we live right now and the characteristics of that time all around us today, right? And, and we, we closed that last segment with understanding that the false teachers and false prophets will be worse and worse as they are in this generation. And we need to be aware of them. At the same time, there's good news. The Lord's raised up pure teachers and godly, godly leaders in his body, men of God who are like the great shepherd Messiah Yeshua walking and abiding in him who love the flock. And, and there's a distinction to be made. You can tell by listening and looking at their lives between them and, and, and the ones who are part of the, the corruption of this generation and those who are set apart for the service of the Lord. And so I thank the Lord for those real, authentic, believing teachers and leaders, men and women who are in the body of Messiah today. Oh, listen, Paul said to Titus that the older women should teach the younger women. There's older women who are faithful servants of the Lord teaching authentic young ladies the gospel and discipleship. There's men of God who are leading the body of Messiah today authentically. And so we should celebrate that too. Hallelujah. And so Paul shows the difference in his own life, beginning in uh, 2 Timothy 3, verse 10. But you have carefully followed my doctrine. I'm going to stop for a moment. Pure doctrine, teach, right teaching about the Lord, is something that uh, many are saying is unimportant today. Well, that's not what the Bible teaches. When people say that to me, that's a red flag they just raised up for me to beware of them. And it should be the same with you. Why? Because Paul, he starts off right here. No, the way you know is you carefully follow my doctrine. What do I say? What do I teach about the Lord? And then how does my life match up that right teaching about the Lord? Manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch and Iconium at Lystra, what persecutions I endured and out of them all the Lord delivered me. You see, Timmy, Timothy was introduced to Paul as he came through where he lived in these areas, right? And, and so uh, Timothy was very aware of, of uh, Paul's testimony, of Paul's testimony. And he endured authentically as an, a pure, uh, real disciple of Messiah Jesus through great opposition and affliction, right? Oh, there are these people who, today who call themselves apostles, but wait a second, if you're an apostle and you, 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 they assert they're, they're apostles like Paul was an apostle and others, well, number one, that can't be true. Why? Because, no, because those guys were uh, qualified to write the scriptures. Paul and the earlier apostles, they were qualified to write the scriptures. There's no one like that today. Come on. Come on. And, and others want to call themselves apostolic. Uh, and that's fine in terms of planting congregations and having powerful giftings to establish the body. Right. OK, I, I agree with that. There's apostolic giftings today in that regard. Sure, there are. Right. And, and, and so I look at the lives of people who say that they're apostles. OK, are you treated as a scum of the earth? Are, are you um, uh are you suffering and afflicted because of the close identification Apostle has to Messiah Jesus? Is that the kind of life you're living, Mr. Apostle? Right? I'm not saying, listen, I've met apostolic people in Africa and, and other places as well. And they're suffering for the gospel. And they look like this. This is what their life looks like. But there's others out there I hear that are apostles so-and-so. And they've got all the cash. And they've got the cars. And they've got it all working. You know what I mean? They've got it all working, and, and, and the world loves them, 
right? No, no, no. That, 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 that's a red flag also. He says, you've carefully followed my doctrine and manner of life and all these other things that come with uh, Paul's pure walk, walk with Messiah Jesus. And part of that, a big part of that, is suffering persecution, uh, having to endure affliction. And Paul go, goes ahead and clears the matter up. Well, maybe that's just for apostles. No, that's for every believer in Messiah Jesus. He says in verse 12, Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Listen, there's this Bible interpretation rule. It's real simple. It's called the plain meaning rule. What it means is what it says, and what it says is what it means. And unless there's an extenuating circumstance to make an exception, it means what it says, and it says what it means. And that, does, that exception doesn't exist here. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. All. All. You know if you're denying yourself and not living like those in the last days, in the last of the last days, in this days of no generation, you know if you're not corrupted. You know if you're not walking in wickedness. Why? Because those who are will see your life and it will convict them. They'll look at that life, that holy life, that set-apart life, that life that hungers and thirsts for righteousness and walks after the Lord, and it will make them angry. It started with this fellow named Cain when he killed his brother Abel, right? Uh, both were very religious. You know, Cain was making an offering to the Lord. Very religious act, wouldn't you say? But his offering was unacceptable because it had nothing to do with righteousness. It had nothing to do with authentically obeying the Lord and operating by His grace, right? It was just dead religion and it was unacceptable to the Lord. And Cain was very angry at the Lord about it. And how did he demonstrate that? By killing his own brother who was walking in the Lord. And as we walk in righteousness in this very dark generation, we will have persecution. Now that persecution isn't always being stoned or physically assaulted or martyred, though it can certainly be those things and that's happening all around the world. There's times where it's emotional or it's verbal, right? There's times where it's, uh, it's the, the, the warfare that comes against our mind to tempt us to walk in ways that are outside of that righteousness of Messiah Jesus, right? It can come from the people that logically you would least expect it. It could come uh, within a marriage. It can come within a family. It can come within a home. Uh, it often comes in the workplace, right? Or from governments or from rules or like a, like a poor lady in America who just wants to bake cakes, and everybody can come in and buy a cake, no matter what type of uh, relationship they have, or social relationship, even if it's same-sex relationship. They can come in and buy a cake. They can come in and, and she'll serve everybody until they want her to participate in a homosexual marriage by putting two men at the top of that cake or two women at the top of that cake. And when she says, no, I can't do that. I can't participate in that unrighteousness. Well, then you are breaking the law now. Why? Because laws have been passed in this land to persecute believers in Messiah Jesus. When I say this land, I'm sitting in Israel. <laughs> I mean, in the, in the case that I'm talking about with the cake lady in America, and certainly there's laws that have been passed in this land in Israel and all over the world, laws passed that makes it so it's illegal 
to follow Messiah Jesus, just the way he said. Think of it, that in America now, there are places where it's illegal and this thing's going to the Supreme Court and, and if this lady loses, she loses everything. The huge fines, the business that she loses, everything. Come on. Except for, except for her authentic discipleship in Messiah Jesus. She doesn't lose that. And there's a, a, a baker in Colorado. Same scenario. I called him and talked to him on the phone and prayed with him uh, a long time ago when this, when this started with him, right? And there's other scenarios. These are just a couple examples. There are many, of course. But that's not strange. What is strange is to say, I follow Jesus and never experience any kind of suffering or persecution for his namesake. That's strange. You know where that's strange? In heaven. In heaven, that's very strange. Yeah? Because this Savior that sits next to our Father in heaven, when he came to this earth, was persecuted for righteousness to the death. He died for your sins and my sins. It was all our Father in heaven's plan to send him to live sinless and righteous on this earth to become the acceptable payment for our sins. When the nails went through his hands and feet, this innocent Savior was dying to pay for our sins. And he rose again and he says, repent, turn away from your sins and follow me. And if you haven't done that yet, receive Jesus as Lord and Savior today. Maybe you have a form of godliness, but you've been denying the power thereof. What's the power thereof? It's the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the power of God, the salvation for everyone who believes to the Jew first and then to the Gentile, right? And and so you can receive the power of God to save you today, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus, save me, heal me, forgive me, raise me up to follow you and give me a new life. If you're praying something like that and you mean it from your heart, he's saving you right now. Father, Messiah, Jesus' name, bless all of our viewers today, especially those who are praying to receive you, Lord, for the first time. Bless all of our viewers today. May we endure to the end because those who endure to the end are the ones that are saved. May we watch, therefore. May we make ourselves ready by your grace and mercy. Oh, bless all of our viewers today and thank you, Father. In Messiah Jesus' name, amen. Wow, thank you for being with me on the program today. Important, important, important things. And a way we can make sure we're going to have a good day when King Jesus comes in the clouds is to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at watchtherefore.tv. Until next time, We're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready.